Good morning. I'm Riley, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I speak with nonprofit groups and organizations, finding out how they serve our community and getting updates on their current projects. For today's program, I am getting an update from Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson. I am speaking with... Todd Bizbachi. I'm on the board of directors for the Tucson Boys and Girls Club, and I am the treasurer for the board. Denise Waters, I'm the CEO of the Boys and Girls Clubs in Tucson. And I'm Julie Trujillo, I'm the Director of Club Operations for Boys and Girls Clubs in Tucson. I'm grateful to have you all here with me today, and I would kind of like to just start things off hearing a brief background about Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson, although it's been around in the community for a long time. Some people still might be unfamiliar with what exactly the Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson is and what they do. We are going to celebrate our 65th anniversary next year. And our mission in Tucson is to provide young people in our community, especially those who need us the most, with a clear path to reach their full potential and pursue their dreams. And we try to do that by having very innovative, impactful programs in each one of the clubs. We had a tagline that said, we are more than a gym or we're just not a gym. We're just not about going to the afternoon program for the gym. We have so many different programs that help our youth prepare and wellness and sports programs and literacy programs and math programs. And I'm gonna turn it over to Julie so she can talk a little more about it, but it's just not a place where they go to just have fun and stay in a gym. They have fun while they're learning and they also are in a safe environment. How many Boys and Girls Clubs are there in Tucson? We have six clubs across Tucson. We have the Frank and Edith Morton Clubhouse, which is at 3155 East Grant, which is attached to Doolin Middle School. It's also where our administrative offices are. We have the Jim and Vicki Clubhouse, which is on South Columbus Boulevard. We have the Roy Drachman Clubhouse, which is on Santa Clara Avenue, which is more in the 29th Street corridor. We have the Holmes Tuttle Clubhouse, which is on East 36th Street. We have the Steve DeRue Clubhouse, which is on North El Rio Drive, which is very west where, where Silver Bell and St. Mary's intersect. And then we have a clubhouse on the Pascayaki Reservation, and that's um, down uh, close to Casino del Sol. So I'd like to hear about some of the programs that are offered through Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson. You had mentioned how it's it's more than just fun, but I did see that there is some some new fun stuff as well. But yeah, just tell me some more. So we offer programs, um, as Denise said, helping with homework. We call it Power Hour. So they get time to do their studies and not have to go home to do homework once they're at home. We have arts and crafts as well as fine art programs. We do prevention programs, um, drug and alcohol prevention. We do life skills. We talk about um, our heroes, I wanna say, that we might have in real life and why we look up to them, what makes their qualities that type of a person and how we can gain those. We do Smart Moves, which is that drug and alcohol prevention. Passport to Manhood teaches young men skills they need to be able to be successful and to have a voice and, and be a leader. And then we have a fine art program called HeartWorks, and that actually is at our administration office. And the clubs bring kids to that program. Um, Cindy Robertson is the 
person who's in charge of it and she teaches them how to do these amazing pieces of art. They come up once a week and have an amazing time with her. And then she actually does a little sale with them in October and they get to be a part of that and see people want to buy their artwork. And so it's, it's fabulous to see and, and have the kids right there and know that someone loved their art piece and wanted to have that. Yeah, definitely. That would be very rewarding, you know, to be like, I created this and someone really wants it, you know, that's a very special feeling. So there is something new. I've seen some ads and stuff, Arizona on track. And this is going to be making a, a big difference for boys and girls clubs of Tucson for this summer. So first of all, would you be able to explain to me what exactly is Arizona on track? So first, we definitely want to say thank you to the Governor Ducey's office. Um, Arizona On Track is funding from their office to different programs throughout the state, and we're very happy that we get to partake in that. So it's actually, like you said, going to provide our youth in Tucson free summer programming this year. So typically, we have to charge parents for summer, but this year, with the Arizona on track funding, we do not have to charge parents. So they can come for six weeks of fun, engaging activities and programs, field trips. Um, We'll have some social emotional learning going on, reading and math literacy, STEM activities. We'll get them involved in civics learning and growing, sports and recreation. Again, fine arts, arts and crafts, and ready to learn for the next school year to come. Our summer program, will be June 6th through July 15th from 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. And we will serve breakfast, lunch, and snacks. So we're ready. We're excited for this year. And hopefully we get a lot of kids coming back. We're ready for that. So who all will this be available for? Who is it open to? Seven to 17-year-olds. Anybody within that age range can register online and come on out. Is there a registration deadline for participating in the summer camp this year? We're ongoing, but I mean, it would be nice to have that at least by the first day so that we know how many youth are coming in our building so we can be prepared and ready and the staff can have their supplies ready, but it's ongoing for the most part. And uh, is there a cap on how many kids you can admit into your summer camp? As of right now, we're not putting a cap. We'll just see how things go because we know sometimes kids don't come every day. It might Mm -hmm. be they're gone on a doctor appointment or they've left for a vacation. So there's usually slots that are still available. Okay, well, that's good. It seems like there's a lot of work, workable space within uh, putting this together. Can you tell me just a bit more about what's kind of in store for, say, a potential student who would come to summer camp this year? So once you come in, breakfast will be offered in the morning, and then you can choose activities you want to go in. So it could be that you want to just hang out in the games room and maybe shoot around with some pool in the morning, go on some programs in the computer lab, um, do some research. We might run the social emotional smart moves program. So then you go in there, all the guys that want to be a part of Passport to Manhood. So it's just different activities all day long go in the gym, play some basketball. You might want to go outside and we might have some water activities once in a while out there. So gardening going on and they just get to choose throughout the day, have lunch when there's lunch break. 
So it's yeah, not just... super rigid like, you know, a summer school. There's a little more freedom in what the kids will be able to do at a summer camp. Correct. Okay. We still want to make it so fun that mm-hmm. they come every day. Um, I'm excited because I've been I've been watching them prepare for even just the field trips that they're going to take and just you know, seeing these um, children, you know, some who have never been outside of Tucson, seeing them go to the ostrich farm up off of 10 and just go on overnight camping trips and um, experiencing hiking and what what it's like to sleep in a tent. I mean, it's just, it's really fun. And I have to say, I have to shout out our club uh, program directors um, who uh, work with Julie and the club directors. They make the environment so fun and enjoyable. It's just, it's a great day. It's it's a lot of fun for them. That is great. We, we're coming out of a really challenging couple of years. And so I'd like to hear just briefly about how things have been going for Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson now that we are kind of moving into back to normal. I always feel a little weird saying that, but uh, how have things been going so like just lately getting back on track? What I would say is we've been very fortunate because when the pandemic hit, the first thing we did was we opened our doors and became a full day instead of an afternoon program. And we were able to do that for first responders, essential employees and our um, frontline COVID uh, healthcare workers. So that was number one. The second thing that happened was we, um, as a board and my predecessor, who was Debbie Wagner with, with Lotus Group, she pushed to open all day and we became a distance learning center. So we were able to provide full day instead of just afternoon programs to to the youth. It became full day um, so that the youth had, again, a safe place to go and also had computers and access to what they needed to continue their virtual learning. Our club team, who, who are all fantastic in each one of these clubs, then became, I would say, uh, Uh, substitute teachers almost because they were helping them with their schoolwork and making sure they were where they need to be during the day in their classrooms and whatever homework and what they needed to do. Additionally, we've been able to um, have a a relationship with Intermountain, which is a health wellness association. So we have brought in an academic specialist who is now on our payroll, who is meeting with the children individually to assess their mental, emotional wellness, um, having been through this pandemic, and also where they are in their academics. Did they fall behind? Do they need a math tutor? Do they need a reading tutor? So we're very proud of that new employee and how we've been able to establish that relationship with the children and with their families. That was Denise Waters, CEO of Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley, and I'm also joined by Todd Bispachi, the treasurer of the board, and Julie Trujillo, the director of club operations. Shifting gears a little bit, when is the annual Steak and Burger dinner celebration? Our annual Steak and Burger fundraiser event for the kids. Um, We also celebrate our 12 youth of the year, two from each of the six clubhouses. Uh, it's Friday, June 10th at 5 p.m. at Casino del Sol. 
We're super excited to host it because the last two years we had to host it virtually. Yeah, I was going to so we're, we're back to live. There's several ways that people can get involved. Um, there's individual tickets still left that are for $75 per person. And there's also, I think, 20 tables left. So a table is okay. 10 people, which is um, eight adults and two kids. And I think the tables are $1,500 a table. So we already have all of our sponsors, but people can still attend. They could bid on auction items while we're there. There's a live auction okay. to raise money for the kids. And uh, they could also, there's uh, raffle items for the kids as well. Oh. So can you share a little more about kind of what's, do you know what's uh, in the auction or in the raffle yet? Or is that so yeah, do, The auction <laughs> and the raffle are very different because the audiences okay. are different. So the auction is items for adults. So it may be uh, dinner, group dinners, it may be weekend stays, it may be golf, uh, foursomes, those kinds of things for adults. The raffle items for kids are mainly kids' toys, mm -hmm. and uh, we actually ask the adults to buy the raffle tickets and give the raffle tickets to the kids so the kids get the prizes and uh, the adults pay for the raffles, and that's just another way we raise money for the kids. Okay. Uh, so can you just tell me a bit about how you did do that pivot these last years uh, since you were unable to do the normal celebration party? Yeah, so it became uh, – it, it was a virtual event through TV, mm -hmm. and we had uh, two different years. We had two different um, TV local TV stations help us with the event. So kudos to them for helping us out. And it became more less of a dinner auction kind mm -hmm. of event and more of a video virtual event where we celebrated the 12, 12 youth. Okay. Very different format. Yeah. And so will this year's event be much more similar to what you've done pre-pandemic where it's... Yeah, I've been one of the co-chairs of this event for, I think, this is my sixth year. So yeah, oh, wow. they're very similar to... Um, to prior to the pandemic. Yeah. So who all is this event open to? It's open to everyone in the public. So um, like I said, we have about, uh, I think around 150 tables total. We have 20 tables still available. So it's June 10th, once again, Friday night at 5 p.m. It starts with an hour of auction and just arrival hour. Okay. And then we go into dinner programming at 6 p.m. All right, just a, a fun evening of <laughs> celebrating. It's a, yeah, it's a rewarding. All the proceeds. I got. I have to say this: all the proceeds for the event go right back to the to the boys six clubs for the boys and girls clubs, so we can fund all the wonderful things that you heard Denise and Julie talk about. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned how you are honoring some of the kids from the boys and girls clubs of Tucson. What are you looking for, and who is getting the this awesome opportunity to be honored? Julie can help me a little yeah. bit, but really we're looking for the two most outstanding kids from each of the clubhouses every okay. year. The 12 of them compete for the Tucson Youth of the Year, and then the Tucson Youth of the Year competes for the Arizona Youth of okay. the Year. So it's, it's almost it's, like a tournament uh, in like, a way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Julie can help me a little bit with the selection criteria and yeah. so forth if she wants to add. Yeah, I'd like to hear about maybe even some past uh, winners uh, and the great things that they did that made these kids stand out and deserve this honor. They go above and beyond while they're at their club. So they don't just go to the club to be in the activities. They help out. They help mentor younger members. They may even mentor their peers of the same age. 
they maybe have struggled with something, whether it was school or family life, and they have found a way to make those healthy relationships with club staff and rise above that and want to do more and they want to give back to their community. They do volunteer work. Maybe if they had lower grades at school, they pushed above, you know, they pushed on and brought those grades up and they're doing really well academically as well. They get scholarship money. Oh, so wonderful. as they're competing at these different levels, they get scholarship money that will be given to them once they graduate high school. And, or we also send it straight to the school for payment, whether it's books and fees or tuition. It's just it's, a rewarding experience to see these the kids come from extremely challenging and troubled past and how the clubs have um, helped mm. turn their lives around and um, lead them in a, a wonderful direction. Many of them, uh, actually the majority of them, go on to college. Many of them come back and give back to the clubs because they, they feel so thankful and fortunate for how it helped them change their lives. So it's it's just a wonderful experience. Yeah, and it really comes back to the vision you were mentioned uh, that was mentioned earlier is you know helping kids reach their full potential and getting them to that next level and being able to succeed. So something I always meant like like to mention is that for nonprofit organizations to serve the community, they need help from the community. So I'd like to take a second to hear about perhaps uh, volunteer opportunities at Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson and uh, ways that we in the community can help you reach that mission and goal. I'm glad you touched on that because it takes, as we say, it takes a village, right? So it's just not about the personnel at the club. It, it's about, you know, we have a program called Parks and Focus and the time that's volunteered by the ones that are running that program, and it could be at Reed Park Zoo, um, hosting things like that for our kids to learn. In addition to, and, and I'll tell you how I started, I had moved to Tucson about four and a half years ago, and I went to the Steve DeRue Club on the, on the west side and was there serving dinners at, to the, the kids in the evening. Um, and it's just nice to spend some time with them, to hear about their day, to see what they're doing. But we are always in need of volunteers. And maybe Julie can talk about that process uh, real quick. Again, just go on to our website, bgctucson.org. And you can click on to become a volunteer, fill out the application. We do background checks as well. Mm -hmm. And then let us know what your passions are because we could try and fit that in. I know we have a group right now at one of our clubs teaching rugby. So they wanted to volunteer and said, hey, is this okay? And we're like, yeah, that was wonderful. We've had people do some fishing. We've had people do art. We have a couple people um, helping tutor math. So there's all different gamuts that they could choose from. That's great. Yeah, you kind of link up people with their you know, specialty of knowledge. And uh, obviously, as a, a nonprofit organization, you also accept donations. Can you tell me a bit more about that process? Because I also saw a mention of in-kind in kind donations. Um, what type of items does Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson usually seek? We get all kinds of items. Um, we've had most recently uh, 
an in-kind donation of 70 skateboards and helmets. Oh, fun. Oh, that was awesome. so fun to hand out. I know we raffled them off to the kids, um, you know, for doing things special um, at some of our events. We've had bicycles and helmets that have been donated. We just started what's called a pop-up boutique and we're going from club to club and we're collecting clothing and shoes and accessories so that the the graduates of that smart girls program which empowers them and teaches them about their body and teaches them how to be confident and have self-esteem we had them graduate we had this little boutique where they got to go in and pick one to three items and these young ladies you know got purses and earrings and um, shoes we we don't really like you know use clothes that are going to be thrown away we want you know some things that they're going to be able to to go home and wear but those are in-kind donations we put a value to that so then the donor can have a a tax donation um, for those items as well so it's the full gamut i mean we get food delivered, um, cupcakes. We have uh, we have an associate board who put together 250 bags, Easter bags uh, for the kids to take to each one of the clubs. So we're always looking for you know items that you think we might not want to use. Um, usually we can we can find a place for them. Yeah. Furniture, even we've had furniture delivered and we're like, well, we can't put them in the clubs, but our club directors are so connected also to our families that they also know what is needed and what what the families, um, you know, can use in their homes. We had somebody um, call us and say they are a, a company that is getting rid of, rid of all their plates and dishes. And so would we like to have them donated so that we have them in the clubs when we have culinary chefs come in to help teach the kids about healthy cooking and put those on a plate and the kids get to eat eat off of the plate, you know, what they just cooked. So we're like, yes, we'll take all the plates that your company is getting ready to, you know, refurbish. So things like that, we definitely, anything else you could think of, Julie, that we like to take in? I mean, definitely like fine art stuff as well. It's oh, yes. always nice to have nice paint mm-hmm. and pastels, canvas. We are starting a music program. So uh, we've been talking about there's going to be violin and guitar lessons. So a couple people have already mentioned, oh, I have a guitar at, guitar at home that I can donate. So, you know, those are the kinds of things we could always find a use for something. Somebody just called me the other day and said, I have 150 pairs of cleats. And I'm like, are they adult size or are they youth size? So that's that's the big thing. They have to be youth size. But we will, you know, then we can build a program around some of that, you know, some of those donations as well. Yeah. Todd, did you want to say something? Yeah, I think as you think about, you know, before you toss something away, if you're upgrading your tablets or your computers, like some companies do that every three years old, well, they're still really good condition. Mm-hmm. Um, they could they could still benefit the kids. Or if you're upgrading your TV that might only be three years old, um, a TV yeah. screen. Just I think that she'll pause and think before I throw it away, maybe it can be donated and put to good use. Yeah. Assume, assuming obviously that it's in good condition. So yeah, you never know what uh, the second life of an item could be. You know, it could definitely go on to help another person. Well, we need to start wrapping up. So I'd like to kind of just recap as we had mentioned with. 
thanks to Arizona on track, uh, Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson will have a free summer camp for children ages 7 to 17. So can you just tell me a bit more about that again before we close? Yes, absolutely. It starts June the 6th through July 15th. It's full day, 8.30 to 5.30, breakfast, snacks, and lunch. Um, there's no fee. You can drop your, your youth at any one of our clubs. I can guarantee you they're going to have so much fun and they're going to want to come back every day. And um, we're just excited to be able to offer it and to offer it for free based on Governor Ducey's funding. So I think it's going to be a fantastic summer for, for um, youth in Tucson. And our doors are open. We, we want as many kids as um, as we can handle and our club is our club staff is ready and we're ready and you'll find that they're very engaged and we're, mm -hmm. we're just extremely excited to, to do this and offer us this summer yeah and it's for parents to register their child where do they go they go on our website which is bgctucson.org and we just need you to register because we need to know, you know, how many are going to be coming in. And we have to report that mm -hmm. back um, to Governor Ducey's office by the end of the summer to show that we did offer it to as many youth as we could. And we accommodated them. And it would also be nice to so, know first planning snacks. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. Todd, uh, before I let you go, will you just share again what is coming up with the return of the annual steak and burger dinner celebration? Sure. So we have our annual steak and burger fundraiser event at Casino del Sol on Friday, June 10th at 5 p.m. Uh, it's the first time we've been able to do it live in two years. We had to take off. Uh, it's a celebration of our 12 Youth of the Year, two from each of the six clubhouses. And uh, people can still attend the event. There's individual tickets. There's tables for groups of uh eight adults plus the two kids, and we will obviously supply the kids. <laughs> um, and there's auction items for adults and also raffle items for kids that uh, would still be really helpful. And uh, we're looking forward to it. just a fantastic mm -hmm. evening, one of, the, one of the tops of the year. Yeah, and getting, to, and getting to give some very deserving kids some recognition is also a really a great aspect. So is there anything else you would like to add on before we wrap up today? No, we just want to thank you for having us on and letting us have this platform and, and talk about the exciting things that are happening uh, here in Tucson with our youth. Uh, we want to be the, the best youth development provider and leader. And so we're energized and, you know, redefining that role. And um, we're so excited. So thank you so much. Thank you Absolutely. so much. We appreciate it. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. That was Denise Waters, CEO of Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson, Julie Trujillo, the Director of Club Operations, and Todd Bispachi. He is a board member and the board treasurer. If you are looking for more information on registration for the Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson free summer camp June 6th through July 15th, go to bgctucson.org. If you are part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of our Lifestyle Tucson program, you can reach out to me, Riley, by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That is publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information about the Lifestyle Tucson program or to listen back to something you may have missed, you can go to the Sunday Mornings page at mixfm.com, kfma.com, klpx.com, or espntucson.com. <laughs>